How stoked are you for this right now? The most stoked I've ever been. That's a lie. You literally just sighed and rolled your eyes at me. <laughs> so I was actually trying to Because catch. I just want to know. Oh, you want to know what we're talking about? Yeah. Well, I'm about to tell you. I like to be prepared, and you don't let me be prepared. No, but the last few conversations have been so good, and there's yeah, been no good. preparation, and that's partially why they've been good, I think. All right. If all it's right. a if it's like a bigger, heavier topic, I won't just catch you off guard and be like, "Ha, gotcha." <laughs> Sounds like something you would do. <laughs> I'm like, wait, actually, I probably would. Yeah, you would 100 percent do that. Yeah. Okay. But this is not that. I mean, this is kind of heavier topic. Of course. But it's it's not going to catch you off guard. It is related to... I feel like I'm like giving you all these clues and you have to guess it. It's related to something we've talked about before and that's what made me think about it. So the topic is cheating. 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 Ooh. You already know my stance on cheating. That's my... Well, it's not about your opinion. That's not what we are <laughs> going to talk about today. Um, but I know we mentioned this in, I think a couple of different episodes of just like, oh yeah, this person cheated on me, but it's just been casually thrown around there. I know both of us have had experience with that. So I, and I know a lot of people have experienced cheating, whether they are the one cheating or they've been cheated on. It's a very common experience, I think. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Okay. Where are we going with this? Okay. First of all, have you ever cheated? There's a technicality in this, but uh-huh. kind of once. What are you, Ross fucking Geller? It's, there's a technicality here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So tell the people the technicality. Okay. Well, the technicality is um, I was dating this girl who I really liked. That's not a technicality. And, well, we weren't, like, officially dating. And then... Um, I really liked her, but you like... You were seeing each other, but you weren't official. Yeah, and we had dated before, and she had broken up with me for another girl. And then after she broke up with that girl, she was like... We started kind of flirting, and we were friends and stuff. We stayed friends. And then we... Classic sp- lesbian <laughs> situation. <laughs> the most classic everything, yeah. So we kind of like started like hooking up after she broke up with that girl, and then it kind of turned into dating. And then I was supposed to go... In the time that we were broken up, I was supposed to go, I had rekindled my, uh, kind of started talking to the girl that I first fell in love with. So my like first big love. And that's the person you kind of like came out. Came out with. Yeah. And I like basically never stopped loving her at that point, you know? And so, you know, but I was starting to date other people and trying to move on. It was complicated. It was very complicated. (laughs) And so anyways, uh, I was supposed to go to Italy to see her, which I had planned. To see the, the first original love yeah, girl. to see the, the old love. And I had planned that because we'd reconnected, like, before I started hooking up with this other girl again. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in a situation. I'm still waiting for the technicality. Okay, the so technicality the technicality is, is basically the night before I leave for Italy, this girl asked me to be her girlfriend. And what did you say? I said yes, but I knew that the only reason she did that was because she thought something might happen with this other girl. Okay? So I go to Italy, and anyways, I end up seeing the girl. The OG love. 
the OG love. And you probably hooked up with her. We hooked up a couple of times. And about halfway through the trip, basically, the girl back home meets someone else and breaks up with me. Oh, plot twist. Right after I hooked up with this girl, but she oh, didn't know is, that. Aren't they married now or something? Yeah. yeah. The girl that the, my, the girl back home met and cheated on me with. <laughs> they got okay. married so it's kind of a technicality it was like it was well, just like a, well, no, was, I mean you know you what I did mean? cheat I but did technically cheat in the end it didn't matter because she broke up with you and, and, and had cheated on met me. her soulmate apparently you know exactly so. so I'm like that feels like a technicality to me I mean come on she cheated on me at the exact same time and we broke up yeah but you still cheated on her yes yeah but it's a technicality. Like, I feel no. like it doesn't really count. No. Just because she cheated bigger and harder, you know, <laughs> than you, it doesn't mean that yours doesn't count. It's still... Yeah. So that was my one time. Okay. Yeah. And so, obviously, she also cheated on you, because that was my next question, is... Yeah. And we know already, because you've mentioned it before, have you been cheated on? So that... But I'm imagining you didn't care that much? or what? I was definitely sad. Yeah, of course. I was sad just because I, in a way, when I hooked up with a girl in Italy, it felt like closure. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did think I was going to go back and continue a relationship with the girl back home. So that is not a technicality. So I, that's why I was a little sad. I think it's still a technicality. No. <laughs> Okay, because you okay. still, you weren't, were you going to tell the girl that you hooked up with the no, Italy girl? No. Yeah. So that to. is, that's usually a huge part of cheating. It's the lying and sure. feeling, it's like the betrayal, not only physically, okay, maybe you crossed yeah. a physical boundary, but then feeling really stupid and like you were in the dark about it. Sure. And it's all based on your timeline to where it's like, oh, I needed this closure so I could start fresh chapters so I could enter this new relationship. I, I mean, I was... To give context, I was 23. No, so I know. I'm just saying. I was saying, kind of a mess at the time. But, but now yes. you are 34. And so now you should be looking in hindsight and it's, saying, I cheated and owned that shit. It could be seen as a technicality. If you're 23. If you're 23. Which you are not. I'm 34. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to think about it. I'm like, you're 34. Yeah, I would never do that now. Yeah. Never. Okay. So other relationships have you been cheated on um i've been cheated on in every relationship i've ever been in Mm-hmm. yeah and how did that feel um it's felt horrible okay so i mean i don't really want to go into every single story of every single person so you can choose. It doesn't necessarily have to be the worst. It doesn't have to. It just whatever one comes to mind first. But how did you find out? Oh. Did you have a kind of gut instinct before or were you totally taken off guard? Like what was that process like of finding out? I think I've known every time. It's so, just like an intuition kind of thing. But like whether or not you believe that intuition and like trust in it and act upon it is a different thing. I feel like that's something yeah. I've struggled with. Um, but so that's what I'm saying. Like take one time so we can get specific about it instead of like generalizing. Like oh yeah, yeah I kind of always knew. Like think of one. Even 
you could even keep using this example of the whole Italy thing. Did you have any idea that that was going to happen or was that happening? That time I did have no idea. <laughs> I mean, that took me off that guard. That was the one that surprised me the most because it was very weird because um, we were, like, talking quite a lot throughout the whole trip and then all of a sudden, like, she was supposed to pick me up from the airport and just didn't. <laughs> and so, like, I was like, this is weird. Like, you're not answering your phone and I'm coming home and I'm supposed to be staying at your place. So that one was a weird one. Let's see. Um, I've had a few weird ones. Um, just pick one. Let's see. Um, with the chick that I was dating when I first moved to California, we were living together. And when things were starting to fall apart at the end, um, and when I had asked her to stop drinking to kind of like try to repair the relationship, um, she just started acting really strange and like going out with a friend at night and I just had a really bad feeling about it and I was starting to feel insecure and just like something weird is happening here. Like it just, she had never gone out like to bars until like this, the very end of our relationship. And I found out after the relationship ended that she had cheated, but um, it was kind of at, very, at the very end of the relationship, basically, like before everything exploded. Well, but I just had a feeling something was happening. Did you also find out that she had been married multiple times, which she never told you I about? didn't know that. She'd been married three times before. Yeah, we which dating. is like, you know, whatever. If you've been married, that's that's not the issue. But it's strange to date someone, move in with them, live with them. Yeah, I didn't know anything. And not mention that ever. Yeah. It was very weird. That whole relationship was... There was a lot of weird things that happened. didn't she also get married right after? She got married three months after we broke up. Yeah, and there was kind of like a lot of... Almost like conning going on. Like yeah, it kind of like turned out that she was like a con woman, basically. Yeah. Yeah, because she would just like not want to get a job. And so what she would do is she would marry these dudes. Even though she's a lesbian, she would marry dudes and then divorce them to take half their money. Oh, I thought she was bi. I mean, she identifies as a lesbian. But also, it, okay, also, it's not 100% sure that anything she's ever said is actually true. So even if she yeah. said that to you... Exactly, she's a con woman. Maybe so it's like that's hard what she to thought understand. you wanted to hear because you're a lesbian. Or no, you know. it was definitely well before me that she was... Yeah, it, it's a long story, but no, that's how she identifies, even today. Yeah, yeah. So in that situation, you, you did feel like, okay, something is off here because also yeah. on the previous I show, think you always know you were talking about this with just her alcoholism and her drug use that so you're like, I'm so naive. And so I, I had no idea that she was doing that stuff, but, but when it comes cheating, to cheating, it just like, it just, you just feel it in your bones. You feel it in your gut. You just like, you just feel this, like, gross feeling. You just feel like... Okay, so did you act on it? Did you look through her phone? Like, tell us. With her, no. I've only looked through somebody's phone one time. And? Did you find what you were looking for? I didn't. Oh. I was pissed. I, I, I looked through their, that same person's computer, and I did find what I was looking for. And then that's... It's kind of the worst feeling, because you're like... Yes, I knew I'm not crazy, but then you're like, fuck, I just confirmed that I got cheated on. Yep. So you're, it's like validating. You're kind of stoked that you're not, it's not all in your head, but then it's yeah. horrible validation. Yeah, yeah, because they were emailing, and I was thinking it was going to be on text, but I found it through old emails that like, 
This is a different they person. They didn't, yeah. It was a different yeah. person, but, like, they deleted almost all of them except for one, and I found the one. Was it, like, a dirty email? No, or? it wasn't. They were planning a trip together. What? Yeah. 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 All right, we're going to take a quick pause in today's episode to talk about the show's sponsor, Solara Suncare. I know that I've shared before with you about this incredible female-owned brand. I am friends with the owner, and I absolutely adore her product. I use it all the time, especially when I'm surfing and out in really extreme sun conditions. It's so, so incredible. So I just want to share a little bit more with you about Solara Sun Care. It's a completely clean, vegan, and eco-conscious sunscreen that blends in sheer without questionable ingredients. This is huge for me, as I know that you know. My skin responds really well to it, and I never have to question if I'm going to get any weird hives or rashes or anything like that, but the ingredients are so clean. Their products are truly wellness-based, being the first ever to use botanicals and adaptogens to provide skincare level defense from the sun, blue light, and pollution. This is also huge, so it's not only protecting you from the sun, but also from blue light for me isn't as big of a factor, especially when I'm outside, but especially the pollution. That's a huge thing that I notice my skin is really sensitive to. My personal favorite product is Glow Getter because it uses sacred lotus to brighten and minerals to leave a subtle shimmer effect. How cool is that? So, as you know, all of the listeners of the podcast will get 20% off, and this can be used one time per customer, using the code WALKHOME, all one word, no spaces, that's WALKHOME, W-A-L-K-H-O-M-E, at checkout. For 20% off, you can visit them at Solaris Sun Care. Also check them out in the show notes if you want a direct link there. Make sure to follow them on Instagram as well, Solaris Sun Care. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay, so have you ever found out that someone has cheated on you and then stayed with them? Um, yes. Walk us through that. Twice. Two different people or twice Two different people. Person? One was my first girlfriend, and it was kind of like, we were just very it was a on. Shit show. We it was a shit show relationship. We was like, the most intense, sexual relationship, and it was just like we were very on and off. So like, it was just kind of a mess. And but we were so obsessed with each other that like we couldn't stop. So that one was different, and it was like kind of the fir- you're just kind of figuring out like your sexuality, and I just like. I was like, this is the only person I've ever met. And you met her abroad. Like, that. even that comes with a different kind of energy and and sexual energy, I think, too. And you're coming out, and there's just, like, a lot going on. And you were 21. Exactly. But with my last relationship, it basically started out with her cheating on me. And I didn't know. Um, But then about... Uh, six months into the relationship, I had a person reach out to me who I was kind of like peripheral friends with, who basically was like, hey, you need to talk to this girl. It's this, you know, the person you're dating, it's her ex-girlfriend, and she has text messages and emails and all of these things. And basically like her and your girl, your girlfriend are hooking up and have been hooking up the entire time. And so... 
I kind of saw all the things, I confronted her, she denied all of it, but I just had this like horrible feeling that all of it was true, but I didn't want it to be true because it was like everything up until that point was like amazing. Like I just thought like, there's no way this person could do this to me, but deep in my gut, like I knew that she did. So but was that I, the one that you looked in the text and the emails? Yeah, and but it was not till later, like six months later. So I basically like, that night we had this like big heart to heart, you know, all these things kind of happened and we ended up staying together. But then six months later, like the same thing happened. And someone girl, reached out to you again? Yeah, and was like... The same person or a different person? It was a different... It was actually the ex-girlfriend. And was like, hey, just, you know, I'm still talking with her. I'm still, like, hooking up with her, blah, blah, blah. And that's when I went and looked in her in her emails and her phone. Okay. And so then did you confront her? Were you like, what the fuck is this? Like, what was your style? I, can't I didn't. Even, I can't even picture this. This is why I'm like... I didn't confront her. I was in, like, massive denial. So she never knew that you knew or saw that stuff? No. She did because one time I made a reference to it. Um, when you were drunk or something? She made a reference to I made a reference to it for something. And I was basically like, yeah, I know that the only thing that was true was like this one detail that mm-hmm. she sent. And then I went back to her email later and she deleted that one email. So she knows that I went through it and found that stuff. Yeah. So... You stayed with her even after you found the email. I everything. stayed in that relationship for way too long, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, again, I'm sure a lot of people have. I have, too, and I can definitely share some Yeah, share let me hear about you. Too. Have you cheated on anyone? Well, I mean, yeah. How, I, how many people have you cheated on? I don't know the number, but I would say almost everyone I've ever dated. Not proudly. I'm not saying that proudly, but... So I'm like the one who hasn't really cheated a lot, but it's been cheated on a lot. I've and you're also the one been that cheated on you... by almost everyone. So oh, I've gosh. obviously never cheated on you. I never cheated on one of my other serious boyfriends that I've talked about before. And I think that's pretty much it. Like he was the first one and that's when I was, I was 24 when I met him. And that was the first time I had never cheated on anyone. And even just that statement, like, that was so, I don't know, it's just kind of crazy to even think about. I had had multiple partners up until the point of being 24, like, serious relationships. I had a boyfriend all throughout college, and I had, I was cheating on him almost the whole time. How, how do you cheat on somebody the whole time you're in a relationship and stay with them? Oh That's what I don't understand. Yeah, like, it's so... I'm like, I could never do that. The guilt of cheating, like, it will eat me from the inside out and I will have to break up with the person. Yeah, so this, this is my thing, or was my thing. And this is a very, now that I know the Enneagram and stuff and know my type, I'm like, oh, this is some vengeful eight shit. So I'm an eight for people that don't know. And one of our tendencies is vengeance. And this is so spot on for that. Because something would happen in my relationship that would break the trust ultimately. So it's either that I would find out they cheated or my college boyfriend, for instance. It was kind of a long story, but 
you know, my best friend died in college. On the one year anniversary of her death, he ended up going to the party that she was at the year previously, got so blacked out, whereas he was supposed to kind of take me off of campus and get away from that situation because it was the one year anniversary of her death and he got so messed up, just a, a ton of blow and got super wasted and bailed on me, just like never showed up, never picked me up. And to me, that was like the worst possible thing that you could do. I was already, I was a mess the whole year, just grieving her death. Yeah. And that was the one time I had really basically asked for anything. And all I wanted was just to not really be on campus that day. Like, that's all that I wanted. And he didn't want to miss the party because this is Cinco de Mayo. So it was like this big party on campus, whatever. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you think a party is more important than me, pretty much. And just all wrapped up in, you know, my feelings around her death, the fact that her death was related to that party, to those yeah, specific drugs, tough. and all this stuff. So I was just like, wow. He also told me, you know, that he had stopped doing any of those drugs that she was on when she had died and all these things, and was just lying about so much stuff. So that, that's what I mean. It was the betrayal. It was still just a betrayal on so many levels. And I was... I think still just really in that grieving process, so heartbroken for something else going on. But for me, it just kind of broke something in me. So with him specifically, that would be a good time to break up with that person, to be like, yeah, I can't actually, I lost respect for him is mm -hmm. what happened, you know? And it's like, I don't, the trust has been broken. I don't respect you the same. I don't look at you the same. So that would be a good time to break up with that person. Instead my tendency once that has happened in a relationship is to start cheating on them so that's happened in multiple relationships because i dated a lot of shitty people and i'm not saying that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying that oh well they were shitty first so that's an excuse i'm just saying like that that's what would happen that's, yeah and so like basically they would break your trust and then like instead of breaking up with them you would, and like, that's why I, I didn't feel guilty like you're talking about the guilt eating you alive i didn't I, feel but guilty. even then it's like how i just wouldn't be able to like hang out with them anymore if i was like cheating on them i just wouldn't want to be around them anymore yeah i was a sociopath i think or something because it was like this it felt like a deep vengeance truly it was like fuck you inside it's like and, and there was still some, of course, sexual chemistry there and feelings there. But it's like, you know, when you love someone, but you don't like them anymore, kind of like that, Ooh, yeah. that sort of thing going on. And always this like, okay, whatever, no matter what you do to me, I will always have this one up on you, this thing that you'll never know, but I'll know. Yeah. It was, Oof. it was twisted. It was dark. I don't want to ever be in that situation. <laughs> and now you're married to me, so... <laughs> please don't ever do that but me. okay keep in mind i was 19 no i know at the time obviously and and the We've same all done some really stupid shit but the same thing in high school you know i cheated on people that i at the time you know thought that i loved so much and i think it was just for me it was very much about kind of like power in a way to where it's like that one-upping mentality like no matter what i will always have this on you like I did the horrible thing first so you can never fully hurt me. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. So you were, like, protecting yourself in a way. Yeah, even though, I mean, just completely at the mercy of other people's feelings. And, you know, it was not cool by any means. Yeah. But 
Yeah, and then, like I said, I've also been cheated on by pretty much everyone I've ever dated. Really? And what was that like for you? Well, and I know I told you this story when we very first met. So when Alex and I first met, it was on December 30th. It was that night. Went to sleep. The next day, December 31st, obviously it was New Year's Eve. And we were sitting around the table talking about how we lost our virginity with a group of people at the surf camp. We're all telling our virginity stories and everyone's are like kind of funny, kind of embarrassing, kind of cute. And mine is just fucking sad. Like seriously, you're like, oh my God, that's sad. I was like, yeah, I know. Welcome to the next part of my life. Like this is a huge reason why my relationships, I think, have gone the way that they have. But long story short, in that first relationship, like this is the first guy that I was really dating in high school. He wanted to have sex. I didn't want to have sex because I just wasn't ready yet. And so he cheated on me with someone that would have sex. And I found out about it. I don't even remember how I found out about it, but it was like, oh, I just felt embarrassed now. I'm like, well, I guess I should have sex with him because... Oh, God. It's, it's the only way I to keep this person. I fucking high school and just, like, that pressure when even you're not the, ready. And that's and when like, the switch happened, though, to where it was like, I don't even like you anymore. But it's just like, I feel like I have to do this now to be in power in some way. I don't know. It was messed up. Oh, God. You never have to have sex with somebody else to be in your own power. That's like... No, of but course I, I, I know that totally now, feel but as how, a teenager... Yeah, I could totally see and feel how somebody in high school would like... Or even college would yeah. need, like feel that. Feel like they need to do that. Yeah. So, I think that my best <laughs> my best story about finding out how someone cheated on me which I can laugh about now at the time I was not fucking laughing let's <laughs> just clarify <laughs> but I mean I agree with everything you were saying it's always having that gut feeling I'm I'm trying to think if there was any time that I was truly shocked and I don't I don't think that I was ever like whoa I did not see that coming you always kind of know and so this was with my last boyfriend before you and we are in India and we had been there for a month we had an amazing time together because we were very on the rocks leading up to this trip like we were just fighting a lot there was a lot it was just very tumultuous and I had gone to Bali to teach a retreat and then traveled a little bit he had stayed in the Philippines and we met up in India and there was already this question of like are we going to meet up in India I don't know I don't know if we should still do this trip. Are we still going to do this thing? And it was like, no, I'm going to come. We're going to make it amazing. If it is at any point not going well, then we're just going to go our separate ways. And that'll be it. But that wasn't the case. We had an amazing month together. So a whole month in India, no less, like backpacking India too. So it's grimy, it's crazy, and we're (laughs) shitting our brains out. You know, it's not cute and glamorous. But we just had a really great time and got even closer. So we're towards the end of our trip and we're going to the fucking Taj Mahal. (laughs) And I think about this every time I see the Taj Mahal now. (laughs) And we had taken this overnight bus from wherever, I don't even know. And so the overnight bus has, there's like built-in kind of bunk beds in the bus. And we were each in a separate bed. And at some point, I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, so I got off my bunk, and I went to the driver and was like, can you pull over? I have to go to the bathroom. There's no bathroom on the bus. So he just pulled over. Everyone is completely passed out. This is probably like 2 or 3 in the morning. 
And he pulled over, I went to the bathroom on the side of the road, get back on the bus, and I get back in my bunk and my phone is gone. And I was like, fuck. I, I mean, it was a rookie mistake. I left my phone just on my bed, but all the lights were off. I just, everyone was sleeping, didn't even think about it. I knew someone stole it. It's not like it went anywhere yeah, else. obviously someone stole it. And so I wake up, my boyfriend, I'm like, can I use your phone? I want to call my phone, because I knew it would start going off. And it was, it was already off. You know, it wasn't ringing or anything. And then in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God. I So I didn't even ever used to have a passcode on my phone, okay? <laughs> I was very anti-passcodes because I was like, it's just annoying. It's annoying to have to type in this thing to open your phone. So then I was like, fuck, what if this guy gets on my Instagram and starts posting dick pics or something? Like, I don't know. And so I still have my boyfriend's phone, and I went to go look at my Instagram to see if he had posted anything. And so I went in the search bar, you know, to type in my name, and it will show you, like, the last five people that you searched for. And, I mean, I was number one, I will say that, but underneath it, there's whoever else, I don't even remember, but there's this girl, and I was like, that's weird, like, why would... Why would she be in his top searches, you know? Like, I met her briefly. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, and I and in that moment, I knew. And I will say, leading up to that moment, I, was, I didn't have any direct suspicions about this girl because him and I were living together. She came over to our house. She met me. She oh, messaged man. me and was like, I want to come on one of your retreats. And oh, play. that's so gross. So I didn't think anything specifically about this girl at all. She was super cute, you know, like, and but I didn't immediately meet her and feel threatened or anything. But when I saw that he was searching, I was like, what? And then I looked in his messages and it was confirmed that they had made out. And the night that that had happened was a night that I was in Bali. It was the night before my retreat. And I, I, I just felt some, I, I had that horrible feeling in my stomach the whole night and I couldn't pinpoint it. It's not that I necessarily thought like, oh yeah, he definitely hooked up with someone or something happened. I just, I couldn't sleep all night. I felt like shit. He wasn't answering any of my calls or any of my texts. And the next day, he's like, oh, you know, I just fell asleep. And I was like... Yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, did you? Like, that still is really weird. You've n- he'd never done that before. Just zero. Yeah, falling that's off the not face a good sign. And, of course, the response is like, you're being crazy. You're being dramatic. Uh, and da, 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 da. And I was like... It's like, don't do that. And then you question yourself because you're like, I probably am. Because yeah. I have been cheated on so much, so it makes me kind of crazy. And yeah, and, and you, you question yourself that like everything's fine. Yeah, and that was the night that it had happened too, and so it was that feeling of like, oh my god, I knew it, but also fuck you because now we're in India together on this overnight bus, and I am fuming. And my phone is stolen. My phone is stolen. And we're about to appear at the Taj Mahal. It was such a freak accident that any of this even happened this way. And I'm just like, you know, just like steam is coming out of my ears. We arrive at the destination maybe an hour later. So it's probably 4.30. The sun is just starting to rise. It still is kind of like the middle of the night. And he wakes up. He has zero clue what's going on. 
And I, the, it was just open to the messages. And he woke up. He's like, oh, hey, babe, did you find your phone? And I just looked at him and threw the phone in his face. I was like, I hope you can fucking explain this. And I got off the bus and then I just started crying. And all these tuk-tuk drivers are swarming you, you know, trying to get you to go in there, tuk-tuk. And this guy saw me crying and he's like, what? what's wrong? Like, what ha- did something happen to you on the bus? And I was just like, oh, I just, oh, like blubbering. And I'm like, and someone stole my phone. And he's like, someone stole your phone? And he just starts yelling at everyone in Hindi as they're coming off the bus, yelling at them. I don't know what he's saying, but obviously, like, whoever stole this phone has to give it back. And someone came up and just, like, threw my phone at me and then ran away. (laughs) And you got your phone back. (laughs) I ended up getting my phone back, but then I had to deal with this fucking... So did he admit it? I mean, he couldn't, it was in writing, it was like, that's why I left it open. Like, spelled out. Yeah, it was spelled out, and, oh, it's so annoying when someone is just, like, so sheepish, and they have their tail between their legs, like, I'm so sorry, oh, it didn't mean anything, and you're like, fuck you. I hate you so much right now. Yeah. But also still stayed. So you stayed with him for a while after that? We'll be, I'm very initially broke up so we luckily that was the end of the india trip we our flight out was like a day or two later so we did end up going to the freaking taj the next day and when i look at those photos i'm just like i just i can't you know ruin the taj mahal for me for sure (laughs) and and then we had to travel back to the philippines together which isn't that far from india however we had to take an overnight boat. At, so it ended up being a very long excursion back. And oh, the whole time yeah. I'm just like, don't talk to me, don't touch me, don't look at me, but carry all of my bags. That's pretty much <laughs> what happened. And, and yeah, and we initially broke up, but it just, it didn't stick because it was the whole thing of, you know, it didn't mean anything and we didn't have sex and I love you so much and we were in a really bad place it was that same technicality shit you were talking about where it's like we were in a really bad place and I didn't know if we were gonna and and that was the thing I told him when I read their messages it was honestly more hurtful reading their messages than the fact that they made out the stuff that he was saying about me to this girl that's fucked up that was so much more hurtful than thinking of them making out when they're wasted yeah it was like don't even like I why don't even, you're talking to this person who doesn't mean anything to you and you're trash talking this person you love like that's not cool he wasn't necessarily trash talking me but it was just like i don't even want my name to be in your mouth when you're talking to this person you yeah because she said she's like don't you have a girlfriend he's like yeah i do but you know i don't really think it's gonna work out that much longer things just aren't really working right now and she's like oh like that's too bad she seems really nice and keep in mind, after they made out is when she messaged me and was like, so, like, what's oh, your God. next retreat? I want to so come on gross. your retreat. Like, first of all, if you cheat on somebody's partner, don't try to befriend them. Yeah. It's like, like, no, just don't do that. I think, okay, in your situation, how the ex is the one that told you. Okay, so... Yeah, that's different. It's different. You're They're trying to do up. the right thing. Yeah, but, but she wasn't trying to do the right thing. She was trying to be vengeful. Yeah. Because she was mad that my girlfriend was not leaving me. So she was trying to be vengeful. She wasn't trying to do the right thing. 
Well, and also realistically, now that you know more of the story, the girlfriend probably did the same thing to her. Oh, for sure. She so there's also did. that of like, she also cheated on me. And it, yeah. it was just like this whole cycle. But that's still different than kind of being sneaky, not admitting it. And imagine her being like, hey, let's go get drinks sometime. Or I don't know. Like, I don't yeah. like it. I've had that happen to me before where the person tries to come on my retreats. It's a common thing of them yeah. wanting to come on my retreats, acting like they don't know who I am or they yeah, right. don't know the connection. And it's like, okay. That's, that's not cool. Not cool. Just stay out of the other person's life. Yeah, if you really feel like, you know, I want to tell them because they're engaged or, you know, if they're, they are seriously being misled, I think that's different. It's the intention mm-hmm. with, with what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, it is... Uh, even just talking about it gets me all riled up. Me again. too. <laughs> I'm like, being cheated on sucks. It's so, it's like such a betrayal. And I also kind of feel like because it happens to so many people, it's very, it's minimized. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah. yeah, like I cheated, he cheated, we've all cheated, it happens. But it's really a violation. It's Truly. such a massive violation. Like it takes it takes a while mm. to bounce back mm. from that. It does. It chips away at your self esteem, you know, and your ability to trust others and it can really like create, you know, patterns that are hard to overcome after that. Yeah, because I think I think I had mm. that for sure where it was like even though I was so hurt by so many of these situations, it was so normalized around me. Yeah. That it was kind of like, well, whatever, it happens to everyone. Oh god, no. You know. I mean, it does it happens to a lot of people, but it's not normal. And the other thing it does is some, I I've like had this where it makes you question your own intuition. Yeah. Because you like shove it down and you're like, "No," and you kind of like stay with the person and then and then it like makes you kind of question your decision making your intuition like your trust with yourself like all these things it's so at the core of like so many important pieces that you of your life you know mm-hmm. it's just it's it's no bueno yeah well that's the kind of the gaslighting piece i mean yeah. i know that word is very popular right now but seriously that's exactly what it is if you have a feeling and you're like, but it is weird that you stopped responding to my texts after 6 p.m. 100%. And they're like, you're being crazy. You're being dramatic. You're reading into it too much. Yeah. I Sorry, think, like, I wanted to have fun with my friends. The, for sure, like, I guess what I've learned from, like, my dating experience is that every single person that I dated gaslit me, like, big time. And it, it just, like, became normal to be gaslit by the person you're dating. And then you're like wait a second, you get into a relation with, relationship with somebody who's not gaslighting you, and you're like, you like, it's disorienting, you know? And you're like, wait a second, am I like actually safe right now to like explore myself? And like, is this person gonna hurt me? Like, you just don't, you just kind of like expect that it's, that pattern's gonna continue. It's so unhealthy. Yeah, which I also think is important to point out because a lot of the times, at, well, it could just be the conversations I've heard or had. That gaslighting topic is usually around men to women. But obviously oh, in God. your situations, they're all both women. Yeah, and just so manipulating. 
just so manipulating and like I am naive and I do believe people when they tell me something even if I don't trust it you know what I mean but because like that is something I've had to learn is like it's something that's really hard for me and just like but no like women do it just as much yeah both sexes do this yeah yeah I think men and women do it in different ways exactly yeah yeah it's not a gendered skill you know but it can definitely show up in different ways yeah and a lot of times it's like women are having like these emotionally intense relationships with other people and maybe for men it's more like physical relationships I don't know that seems to be like something I've noticed but I'm sure it happens both ways you Mm -hmm. know As you probably already know, I'm a yoga teacher, and although some of you might practice with me online, I have to say that one of my absolute favorite ways to connect with you is through Glow Yoga Retreats. I founded Glow Yoga Retreats five years ago, not only because I love yoga and travel, but also with the intent to share holistic experiences supporting charitable initiatives worldwide. If you're interested in joining me next year, check out glowyogaretreats.com to see the epic lineup of events that we have in store. Also, I'm offering all of the pod listeners 10% off any booking. Simply use the code WALKHOME at checkout. I really hope to see you there. Okay, so I guess what what takeaways? Trust your motherfucking intuition because... (laughs) It's not lying to you. Like, it's never been wrong for me. And it's just been, like, me trying to shove down and not believe what my intuition's telling me. And, you know, if you get cheated on, like, it's okay. You know, you can recover from it, you know, and build back your self-esteem. But it's really hard sometimes. And it's okay to, like, hurt over it. Well, and this was another thing that would kind of fuck with me because there are stories of people that have gone through intense cheating and really come out of it on the other end. Yeah. You know, in this happy, healthy, loving relationship. And that was just a part of their whole story. You know, that was just a chapter of it. That happens. I don't want to say like if someone cheats on you, fuck them because everything is so individual, truly. And only you will know. But it would kind of fuck with me because I would think of those stories and be like, well, maybe this maybe is you just... Maybe get past it. Yeah, maybe this is just no. the bad chapter. No. And... I don't know. For me, honestly, like, I may be able to temporarily get over it, but, like, now, like looking back on all the times where I've kept going and kept trying, it's like, I stopped trusting that person that moment and that never came back. And it was just like insecurities building like it was just getting more toxic the longer I stayed and I just don't personally think that I could recover from that yeah like given my history it's just I well don't and see I it think happening. I think that the important piece is that it's not just you recovering it's it has to be both of you recovering you know like that person is supporting your recovering journey and then also your relationship as this third entity has now been damaged, you know, so you both have to put in the work to repair that damage. Yeah. And a really common thing with me is the person would usually be like, yeah, you know, like, I'm in this too. Let's do this. I'm so sorry. Let's put in the work to repair it. But then down the line, if it did show up, because it takes a while for the trust to rebuild. So if it shows up 
six months down the line, however long down the line that you still have some insecurity about, you know, whatever, yeah, they, they start get to get impatient. Yeah, yeah. And just like, oh, when are you going to get over this? Okay. If you can't drop this, then this is never going to work. And that makes everything worse. Yeah. Because then you're like, well, that is true. If I don't get over this, this isn't going to work. So I should just get over it. Yeah. But, but you're you, not there yet. And you're now not. you're feeling more insecure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the point is that like you said, if you're trusting your own intuition, you're listening to your own experience instead of like, oh, well, it worked for this person or it didn't work for this person, you and and the person that you're with. But first and foremost, you will know. Yeah, for sure. The best thing to do for you, you know? I think, too, it's like if you get cheated on, a mistake that I've made is not taking space for like a week or two from the person to like really get a clear head yeah i've like been like oh let's like talk about it and then all it does is like gives them an opportunity to manipulate you in a time when you're really vulnerable when like the best thing i could have done was like taken two weeks apart and then like you know you just do your thing i'm gonna do my thing and in two weeks we're gonna talk but for now like no communication because i think if you take that space after you can get really clear and when you're still sleeping in their bed every night or like still seeing them every day it's like you there's just no way that you can get like a clear perspective on what you really need that's so true and they're gonna be in that place where it's like i love you so much like uh, i would never do anything to hurt you and just like totally manipulating you and you're so vulnerable and they're telling you everything you want to hear and, I mean, who knows? There, there could be a part... We don't know the, the person's situation, this hypothetical person that's cheating. I think most people, when they do see their partner devastated, it is true that they want to fix it. You know, they, want, yeah. they don't want to see them that way, so they're saying all of the things. There could be some truth in what they're saying, but it's so true that you're so vulnerable in that aftermath. Yeah, and you just want to feel better. And it's like feel the better. person that you love is comforting you, which is like mm-hmm. all you want, but you can't really believe what they're saying. Yeah. You know, but they're you also to, like, the person that space. hurt you in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so true. You're so vulnerable in that. And I, yeah, I made that same mistake with probably everyone because that's just yeah. not going through your head. Like, let's take some It's time like the apart. natural tendency that you want to, like, have them fix it again you know and just like be comforted by that person and it's like it's the worst thing you can do Mm -hmm. yeah so trust your intuition take some space what if you're the person that cheated Ooh. i mean be honest be honest about your your the reasons too because i think if you like that means not saying it's a technicality. Well, that one was a technicality, but like when, when the person I was with, uh, my last girlfriend before you, we took a break, and the rules were that like she couldn't hook up with anyone else, but I could, um, and I did. And anyways, she found out. She saw it on my phone, and she asked me why and I told her exactly why I did it you know I don't have to go into the details but I told her like these are the reasons why like and she was like actually that makes a lot of sense and I really respect that and like it helped contribute to like our 
closure at the end, like a couple weeks later. And I just think it's like, if you do cheat, just be fully honest. Maybe it's like, it was the first time I felt really desired in a long time. Mm -hmm. Or it was the first time that somebody made me feel seen. Or could be anything, you know what I mean? Because ultimately, like a lot of times when people are cheating, it's because they're like, it depends if you're like 20, it's probably not this, but like later in life or you've been in a relationship for a long time, there's probably something missing from the relationship that's causing someone to want a need to be met. And if you are gonna fix it, it's like you're gonna have to figure out how to address that long term. Yeah, and you, I would say, you've probably noticed that missing thing before the cheating happens itself. So have the conversation, even like they'll take the honesty of the next level and even tell them like, Hey, you know, whether let's talk if it is desire or something, or I'm not really feeling seen. And I met this person at the gym or, you know, I feel like the gym is the classic example, but I met this random person and we, I like I could see myself hooking up with them right now. That's how little I feel desired and not saying it as a threat of like, hey, if you don't start sleeping with me more then I'm going to cheat on you. It's not in a threatening way, but just really being honest, like I feel starved for this or for that. And yeah, you know, either the dynamic of the relationship changes, maybe you guys work out some sort of agreement like you guys did or you go open or whatever like that's also that's a whole nother conversation and a whole nother dynamic but just talking about it before it happens instead of the not talking about it and then acting out which usually the acting out happens while intoxicated too yeah definitely but yeah being honest about it I think And in order to be honest about it with someone else, you have to be honest about it with yourself first. Otherwise, you can't express yourself honestly to someone else if you haven't done that to yourself first. Yeah. And just really owning your shit and, and, you know, thinking of that flip perspective that we were talking about before. You're going to see your partner be really sad and really hurt. And you're going to want to comfort them and say all the right things and fix it. Don't do that. If you're not serious about putting in the work, you know, if you're not serious about repairing it, if you know this is probably just going to happen again anyways, or this relationship is not going to last, then just let them go. Yeah, I think some people really struggle with that concept. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. But, you know, it is the right thing to do. Definitely. When you know that the relationship has seen its course, you know? Yeah. And that's all linked to the honesty piece, so... Yeah, it's a it's a brutal one. It just hurts. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I mean, just like I said before, it's it is in some ways so normalized because it happens a lot, and especially when you're younger and you're in this party scene, it's just happening all around all you around and you. so normalized. And so, I think like the aftermath of that feeling it's that same kind of pressing it down because everyone else is acting so mellow about it so I guess this is just a normal thing and we're just here to tell you that you can feel all your feelings yeah it's like it's not normal to get cheated on yeah just because something happens frequently doesn't mean that it should be the norm no essentially yeah 
I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if this phase of my life I can recover from that. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> just have to just drop that in here at the end. I said that, I said that earlier too. Yeah. I mean, you've heard that, me say that multiple times in a relationship. Like, yeah. I just don't know that I could. Like, I think it's like one of those things too. It's like if you've been cheated on like multiple times, it's just like, it's like part of this thing that you carry around with you. And it's like, that continues to happen throughout your life. I think it'd just be, it's just, just going to be harder and harder to ever get over that. Yeah. So let's, let's leave on like a slightly brighter note than me cheating on you in our future. You're not going to cheat on me. I know, but it just felt like a dark way to end. <laughs> so. I was just being honest. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way, you know? Yeah. Probably the older they get, the more secure in themselves they get. I think that's part of it, too, is, like, I feel more secure in myself to be stronger in that situation than when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean, I feel differently, honestly, and I told you that before, too, to where I'm, like, it. I I have a hard time putting out any sort of definitive of, like, if this happens, if using this example of cheating, if you cheat, it's definitely over. I don't feel that way. I would have to... Be circumstantial. I would have to see, like, what the fuck was going on in our lives and the dynamic and just the whole situation in order for me to even start assessing what I would do. You know, I'm not... A, even though I... And I've probably been cheated on way more than you. I don't feel like I... Especially now, I don't feel like I carry it around. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like that it feels it feels very much like a part of my past it doesn't before when I was younger for it would definitely you know it would weigh on my sense of worth and self and and everything but not for a while do I feel that of like okay I'm less than or something you know because I've been cheated on whereas before maybe I did feel that in some ways so I'm kind of just at a place now where it's like very circumstantial very individual and doesn't mean that I want that by any means I'm not like well let's just see what happens it's not that (laughs) but no um yeah I just feel differently about it than you yeah I hear you so yeah I think it's just for everyone you know it's getting clear about your own boundaries and your own your own intuition Alex is laughing because Sandia looks so cute right now. She literally looks like a baby kangaroo. <laughs> she is curled up. Her ears are up. Her front yeah. legs are all tucked She's in. so tender. So, I mean... That's after, a happy note. I was going to say, after this heavier topic, and especially if this is fresh for you, just visualize a baby kangaroo. And I yeah. promise you that Curl will make you, make you happy and know that you know, whatever you're going through is temporary and you can get everything that you deserve. I think that's the, the big thing. It's 100%. not settling. So if it doesn't feel right to you, listen to that. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. All right. Okay. Bye, friends. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Walk Home Podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean so much to me if you took a few minutes to subscribe, rate, and review. 
don't forget that if you email us a screenshot of your rating and review, we'll send you two specially crafted yoga classes as a thank you for your support. If you think that this particular topic would resonate with friends, family, or loved ones, please don't forget to share it with them. We love being tagged on social media. You can find us at The Walk Home Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to listen to us ad-free, then you can always support us through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Walk Home Pod. See you next week.